If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Friday, April 23rd. U.S. equity futures are rebounding slightly and tentatively. So S&P futures are up about seven points. That's about 17 basis points. NASDAQ futures are up about 19 points. That is about 14 basis points. And the Dow futures are up 40 points. That's about 11 basis points. So mild rebound from the Thursday slump. The major European indices are trading down about 25 to 30 basis points. You're not seeing dramatic moves in Europe. There were a couple of earnings reports in focus, but generally relatively quiet morning. And Asia generally traded well considering the U.S. closed yesterday. So Japan ended in the red, but Hong Kong in particular saw very healthy gains. Um, so, you know, again, just kind of running through the major themes for this morning from macro to micro. Obviously, the Build Back Better plan from yesterday is very much in focus. Um, I wrote a lot about it yesterday. I wrote a lot about it this morning. So check out all the details in the piece. But needless to say, um, you know, what happened yesterday was it was not incremental news. So the Biden tax plan has been on his website since before the election. Um, the White House has been talking about it since he entered uh, the Oval Office you know, they are unveiling kind of the specific formal details, but the headline numbers as far as um, capital gains and individual tax rates have all very much been um, out in the in the public consciousness now for several months. Um, you know, the headline yesterday about the, the rate above 40% simply just added the existing tax rates um, to make it kind of seem like it was a larger rate than the White House has been talking about previously, but that's really not the case. So, um, you know, the White House has two components of Build Back Better, the physical infrastructure um, funded by corporate tax hikes, and then the social infrastructure funded by individual tax hikes. The former plan has already been unveiled. The latter one will be unveiled next week formally. Um, Member Biden is addressing Congress on Wednesday, so this will be a big piece of it. But again, the, the issue is not what the White House wants. We all know what the White House wants. The question is what can pass through Congress. So um, and that obviously is going to be a lot different. So I have a bunch of predictions about how I see things all unfolding. But, um, you know, I think the only thing one can say about yesterday is that the market is very complacent. Valuations are very stretched and that leaves the tape vulnerable, um, you know, to tape bombs, regardless of if they're uh, if they contain stale news. So and I think that's really what the story of yesterday was not so much that the market was responding to some incremental piece of information, but the market was just in a very vulnerable position. Um, and you saw, um, you know, a headline such as the one we had about a tax hike and that you had, you know, the result of lower prices. So that's everything on Build Back Better. Again, I don't really consider anything out yesterday to be incremental. There was really no major news out overnight. We're going to have to be watching very closely to see how the, um, you know, the very prominent centrist Democrats in the Senate, um, how they view the proposal on individual tax rates. We haven't really seen a lot of words out overnight, but those probably will be coming either today, um, if not over the weekend. So that will really be the important news, not what the White House will be proposing. So that is fiscal policy. On monetary policy, you know, no major news. The ECB yesterday was um, extraordinarily uneventful, um, pretty much verbatim of what they were talking about at the last meeting. 
And I suspect the Fed's meeting next week on Wednesday also will be very uneventful. Um, the June meetings, however, I think will be extremely important, in particular the Fed on June 16th, which I believe will um, you know, mark the beginning of them starting to articulate their tapering um, intentions for the rest of the year. Um, but in terms of, uh, you know, the April meetings, I think it's, you know, complete uneven, uh, non-event and that we'll see that from the Fed next week. On economic data, there were there were a lot of numbers this morning. So the flash PMIs were pretty healthy out of Europe. Manufacturing and services, you had Taiwan industrial production also very strong. UK, UK retail sales, very solid too. So generally healthy economic figures this morning. On COVID, um, not a whole lot incremental to talk about. You are going to have the CDC advisory panel meeting today to um, further consider the Johnson Johnson vaccine. Multiple reports suggest that they will follow what Europe did on Tuesday, which is to attach um, some stronger warning language to that vaccine regarding the risk of blood clots, but lift the freeze and allow it to be um, consumed going forward. So, you know, we really did not see a, a big negative reaction to the um, CDC freeze, the FDA freeze on that vaccine. So I don't really think lifting the freeze will be a material positive. Remember, the U.S. is on track to hit its inoculation goals based on Pfizer Moderna does not need Johnson Johnson. Um, clearly, Johnson Johnson and AstraZeneca are crucial in terms of vaccinating the world. But for the U.S. specifically, um, it's not going to really move the needle, at least in the near term. Um, so those are all the big macro themes. You did have a bunch of earnings reports uh, last night in the U.S. and then this morning. Um, you know, Intel, Snapchat, um, Mattel are probably the big ones out of the U.S. And then you had Daimler, um, Vivendi, and a couple of others in Europe today. None of them are too controversial. You know, Snapchat did see gains overnight after its report. You had some positive qualitative commentary about user growth and engagement. So, um, you know, certainly encouraging to see that after uh, the Netflix report earlier in the week. Intel, Intel had already, remember, pre-announced and provided guidance for the full year um, just a couple of weeks ago. So nothing super incremental in its report last night, but there were a couple of new details um, that were not released back in March. So check out, um, I have the full recap of that as well as all the other earnings reports out in the last 12 and 18 hours. Um, so that is the morning setup as far as big news is concerned for the Friday calendar. So you're going to have that CDC advisory panel meeting um, to reconsider the Johnson Johnson vaccine. That kind of is usually an all day affair. So you may not see, you know, a formal decision until late in the day, if not after the close, but you know, again, it's, it's not going to be a huge event, I think, for broader sentiment. Um, you have the U.S. flash PMIs at 945, and then you have a couple of earnings reports. So the big ones for today in the U.S. before the open are American Express, Honeywell, Kimberly Clark, Regions Financial, and Schlumberger. And that is essentially everything for Friday. So thank you for listening.